Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. I had a mouse and a snake came and ate that mouse. And the mouse burst. It exploded and it turned into candy. And I didn't see that coming at all. And I was, I was shook. Welcome back to Xbox Game Passengers. If this is your first time, this is the show where each episode myself and a guest will break down and chat about a single game available on Microsoft's Game Pass service, which was chosen for us completely at random. Whether it's a magical or horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not it's worth your time. At the end of the show, we'll even be randomly picking the game for the next episode, too. Last week, we played through an interesting game called The Hunter Call of the Wild, so uh, if you can go back and listen to that one. This week, we're playing, actually, it's another animal-related game, but it's something completely different and something unlike anything I've ever really played before. It's a game by Rare that was published all the way back in 2006 for Xbox 360. It's called Viva Pinata. Um, and I have a brand new guest today joining me. Uh, it's my good friend, Mike. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Mike, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, I was apprehensive. This is, this is one of the most nervous I've, times I've ever been to, to be podcasting with anyone. And uh, Mike and I have known each other for a very long time, years and years and years. And almost since the dawn of time, we have the exact opposite feelings for almost everything. So if I love something, it's almost guaranteed that he hates it uh, and vice versa. And it's like a running, it's been a running joke in our, like our friend groups for as long as I can remember essentially. So to do, to do, and and, uh, you know, sometimes we do agree, but I, I, I feel like we're often on the opposite ends of the spectrum. And if we're just chatting about something, it's very easy to just stop chatting about it if it gets too stressful. But um, here we might not have that option. So so what you're saying is like this is the awkward, like suffering part where one of us is just going to have to power through it and accept that we have to do this. One or both. One or both of us, I think. Yeah. Uh, OK. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we played Viva Pinata. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what Viva Pinata is? Uh, Sure. So Viva Pinata is a customizable, social, and spontaneous game that invites players of all ages and skills to explore an immersive world where they're challenged to create and maintain a living garden ecosystem that grows in real time. Beginning with a few basic tools, players build and take control of their environment to attract and host more than 60 species of wild pinata. Utilizing hundreds of customizable elements to create their very own distinctly unique thriving paradise. 
Viva Pinata gameplay continues to evolve with new content available via, via Xbox Live service and the ability to play, trade, and interact with more than 2 million gamers via the online service, uh, which is the quote from Metacritic. Yes, that was, that was the official synopsis for the game. It's a weird game. Yeah, it's... Um, Have you played, you ever played it before or did you know much about the series? Uh, no, well, I kind of knew what it was. Um, the funny thing is, is this is like this is like this game that like, well, first of all, like I am. This is where Derek and I start to disagree right away. It's like I am like diehard Xbox guy. Like I have had all the Xboxes. Like I felt bad <laughs> when I didn't get the Project Scorpio edition. Mm. So I, I, so this is where we're starting to disagree, but not for the reasons that you think. Because I, my main console is also an Xbox. Uh, and that's been like, I, I, I love all consoles. I have all, you know, the three big players at this point, Nintendo exclusives. I play on my switch and I don't really play my switch that much. Uh, PlayStation exclusives obviously are, those are pretty much PlayStation, PlayStation exclusives and VR are the only times my PlayStation gets touched, but any multi-platform games are being played on my Xbox one X because controller is the most comfortable. Uh, the UI is the nicest and, uh, obviously it's the most powerful console. Um, so I, at this point, if I had to choose only one console, even though Sony has been killing it and, uh, we won't talk about that today because we'll fight. But uh, Sony's been killing it with exclusives. No, no, it's okay. I com- I completely agree that like Xbox has been dropping the ball with exclusives. Okay, okay. Uh, so Sony's been killing it with exclusives. I would still probably choose my Xbox One X uh, if I had to only have one console at this point. I mean, you, but you weren't always that way. Like, that's the thing. You had an Xbox and sold it. True. This is, yeah, no, that's true. Or what? I, I don't even know. I, I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, I've kind of come and gone into the Xbox ecosystem uh, multiple times. But over, for instance, over the, like, I, I think I'm in there for good now. Like now that we have Game Pass, which <laughs> spawned this podcast and and is the pretty much the most amazing value in all of gaming. Um, and, you know, just cool. Some of the cool experiences we've had with games like Sea of Thieves uh, and stuff like that. It's, I, I don't know. And and the, the especially with the like 4K games and stuff that um, are being pushed onto the console, console at this point, like the, you know, a couple of months ago, I played uh, uh, Metro Exodus, which is the newest game in the Metro series. And it's in, like mind-blowingly beautiful uh, in terms of, of probably the best looking game that I've ever played. Um, no, I love, I totally love my Xbox. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's just it. It's like, it, it's one of those things where it's um, the value is there now. I don't think it was necessarily there when it launched, but it's definitely there now. And Sony came out swinging, whereas Microsoft kind of took a laid back approach. Totally. Yeah. I, I think that, and I think it's an interesting conversation. I think Microsoft is really positioning themselves for next gen at this point, um, you know, building value into things like game pass or anything like that. But I think even like today, if you are, you know, it's Christmas or birthday or whatever, and I'm going to go buy a a console for my kid because somehow he doesn't have a current gen console yet. Like you can buy a PlayStation and a couple of games, or you can buy Xbox and a, a, a game pass subscription and they can play so much. Yep. Um, and I think that they're they're just really building the value in terms of their services at this point, and it'll be really interesting to see how that sets them up for the launch of the next generation consoles. Yeah, absolutely. With that said, like with this being like a weird game, uh, and and having known it, so um, back to my ori- back to our original conversation, <laughs> we get sidetracked so quickly. Um, so 
it launched in 2006. So it was one of the first major Microsoft titles. Uh, and it was the first major Microsoft title that was really like, it was like an E title and really directed hardcore to kids. And it was supposed to, I think you have to remember like this is during the Wii time frame, I believe. Yeah, that's true. Right? Uh, so, is it even bef- it's, but that's before, cause we didn't, we launch in 2007. I, I want to, so this must've been a very early 360 game. Yeah. Like, no, it launched in 2006. Okay. So, so this was, was coming out like as the Wii was yeah, launching. Yeah, so the Wii launched in November. That's insane. I did not think about that at all. So this was Microsoft's like big push, right? Like they got they got that game company uh behind them that was um really well known with Nintendo, right? And they had to they had to make that appeal uh to kind of keep themselves relevant with Nintendo launching this new system, right? Sure. Um, and so they made this massive push and this game is kind of unique in that respect that it is very well targeted to kids. Um, and it's, I wouldn't say it necessarily has, it's a little bit grindy, but it, it, it's accessible. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and, and that's the big thing. Um, and I mean, yeah, I ground through a lot of it, (laughs) (laughs) but it was funny because it's like in 2008, two years later, uh, I started working at a video store and um, it's, it wasn't like a mom and pop video sh- store. It was like Rogers video back in the day. So for those of you in Canada, Rogers is this huge, or those of you not in Canada, Rogers is this huge national wireless carrier slash media company. <laughs> it is weird. It is weird to think about them ha- like running a video chain it at is. this point. Well, I mean, it is and it isn't when you, when you think about the fact that like, in Eastern Canada, they are like, they are a total ISP and... Oh, that's true. They're like and, a cable company. Yeah, they are a cable company. Out, out east, yeah. So, okay. um, yeah, out here, I mean, yeah, they run video stores and that. But the big thing was, is like, two years later, I remember my first day there and I had to restock the Xbox 360 shelf. And I'm like, why the hell do we have four copies of Viva Pinata? <laughs> like, everything else is from this year and Viva Pinata is there. And I, I'm pretty sure, like, when I started, the sequel was also there, but the original mm, yeah. game was right. still in multiple copies really? still there. And and it was, like, continuously, like, I worked there for two years, and yeah. it was continuously rented yeah. out. And that's, I mean, that stuff, like, that's rare, because, I like, I worked at uh, Rival Chain Blockbuster for a couple mm-hmm. of years, and it, it I felt like, I don't know if it was the same at, at Rogers, but at Blockbuster, it was, like, as soon as there is a a title or a copy of, of whatever title that sits on the shelf for, like, more than a couple of weeks, as long as it's not the very last copy, they they will, they would put it as a, as a pre-played title for purchase at that point. So, yeah. years down the line, if to, to be having four copies of this weird, like, super odd kids game like that's that's pretty interesting yeah but i mean that's the thing too it's like i guess by the same token you look at the xbox ecosystem and you go okay well if i have a parent coming in and they're saying i need to get a game for my five-year-old or whatever you're like there's a war yeah totally 100 percent. does your kid like chainsaws who um, doesn't <laughs> who doesn't um but yeah no it was um it was weird because yeah, we had kids coming in all the time that would rent it just continually. Mm-hmm. And we had adults coming in and would be like, this game is awesome. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, I got free rentals, but I was always like, well, the latest Assassin's Creed is out. Sure. Or this looks like a stupid work. kids game. Like, yeah, I don't want to play a game about fucking pinatas. Yeah. I, but you know what? Looking at it now. You wish okay, you had. So, you wish well, you no, had. It's, I, I feel like Viva Pinata as a whole. Yeah. Is way ahead of the curve. Yeah. Compared to 2006. Uh-huh. 
And if they had like, if they took that game and remastered it, for, I know, I know this cause I doing research in the game and like trying to figure out how stuff work because you know, it's a it does digital not download. Hold your hand at all. Yeah, it doesn't. And it, it intends for you to have this manual. So, Oh really? Well, yeah, the original game had a decent manual. Okay. Yeah. Um, that kind of explain things and you could reference it. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, the download doesn't really give you that. So the nice thing though, is that people still play this game a lot and mm-hmm. there's a great community out there. Like I asked questions online and got answers within an hour. That's crazy. Yeah. You can go online and find everything that you need to find, mm-hmm. uh, which is great, but you have to do that now. You can't, you know, there's no manual and there's yeah. no handholding. And it's, and, and like, I mean, like we've been saying it is a kid's game and I, as an adult, like felt like I did not know what to do next. Yep. More often than I knew what to do next. I feel, I feel like. I, well, I feel like my greatest successes were when I just basically just played and was sure. like, let's just experiment and make yeah. this, make this, you know. Uh, what was the really weird one? It was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make this pigeon eat a buttercup. Okay, yeah, and it it, it, it like full on Pokemon style evolved. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that. Far. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I I never I didn't I didn't experiment enough that that happened. But I had a lot of fucking pigeons. I'll tell you that. Yeah, they yeah. So I mean, so the game. I mean, the game as a as a whole, like essentially, it's it feels like uh, like it's this weird farming game and so you have this little plot of land uh you're in what are, what's the place called like piñata piñataville or something piñata island okay yep. so you're in this like little you're in this place called piñata island uh you have this little plot of land uh and you're like someone that used to have this place it was like a master farmer or something so you get it, there's like junk all over it and weeds all over it so you like clear it out and you start planting grass and stuff like that and then these little worms show up and that's the first pinata that you're introduced to. Um, and you just, you essentially just like keep, you grow plants and, and, and the different things that you do attract different pinatas to the farm. And there are essentially there's criteria that you need to meet in order for the pinata to want to live at that farm. Um, and once you meet that criteria, then you can, uh, like you can just sell it because they, you know, as you progress, they become worth more and more money, which is like chocolate coins. Um, nothing in this game makes sense. The, like the male lady literally has a mailbox for a head. Um, and, uh, uh, some of the, some of the characters look really weird and creepy, but yeah, you just, you, you just progress by, like you said, kind of experimenting with the different pinatas and, and it'll attract different pinatas to the area, but you kind of like end up becoming, it's, uh, I was running like a puppy mill, but for worms at one point, essentially, because. Oh yeah, those, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you, you need to make money so that you can upgrade your farm and buy different things. And, um, the worms essentially have the least criteria in order to be able to mate them and you can just mate them over and over and over again. Uh, and they do this you mean, like you mean romance them yeah yeah there's like a, a an actual like the game actually calls it a romance dance uh and so the first time that you choose to mate uh two pinata uh, of the same type you get like a, a little cutscene where it shows them like dancing to music and it's all very very cute and very weird at the same time because like you know kids are just sending these weird pinata versions of animals to go bang uh, and that's the whole that's the game i don't you know just, did you romance the snakes yeah, I did. Yeah, that felt like Discovery Channel right there. <laughs> like that was one hundred percent. Like oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and it's super. Like it's just it's weird. It's weird and quirky. And I don't know. I like. What did you th- did you have fun? Like, what did you think of the game? I did. Uh, and when I say like it's ahead of its time, I feel like this is on the wrong platform. 
I honestly feel like if this was an iOS game on iPad. Like- <laughs> so I, yeah, I, one of the first notes that I wrote, I mean, first I was like, is this just, is this a Pokemon ripoff, but with pinatas? And it's not, it's nothing like Pokemon, no. but from the intro video, I, I kind of thought that it was going to be a Pokemon type thing. But one of the first things I noted is that like, this feels so close to what a lot of mobile games are like today, but also feels like if this were on mobile, I would be all, I'd be right up into it. And I was right up into it here too. Like I thought it was, it's super weird. And it's like, it's hard. It's weird to describe. Like you grow things, make them mate, and then you sell, sell them and you just do weird, like you experiment with different things. And that's what causes different guys to come. And there's more than, um, and when you get further along, like stuff gets really weird. Um, also, yeah, it's your grandpa, I believe, based on what I understand. Uh, yeah, I think it was grandpa farm. or uncle or something. Yeah. And uh, so he still is in it. Like, he gives you your upgrades and stuff. Oh, that's him. Yeah. So when you get oh. to, like, it's really annoying because he's, like, always talks about how much better he is. And when you finally get to, like, the second highest level, he's like, this is where I started because I was so talented. No way. And you're like, you know, I have this spiky, hard shovel now that you just gave me. Yeah. Just come here. I'm going to hit you with I'm hit you so with hard. it. Uh, and the game and the, cause you, as you, yeah, that's something that I didn't mention too. Like as you get different pinatas and do different things, essentially anything you're doing on your farm kind of earns you some experience. And, and so you'll slowly kind of level up and that makes the, like your, your equipment can get better. Like your shovel can do more things. Um, oops. Or your, um, uh, like farm can get bigger, like the, the plot of land that you have. So you have more yeah. space to work with. Cause most of the pinatas to be able to mate or do their romance dance, you need to have built like a house for them. Um, and some of those houses take up a lot of, I mean, some of the pinatas are pretty big, but some of the houses definitely take up quite a bit of space. Oh man. The houses are tiny. The house. Yeah. yeah. You haven't had to build a mine yet. A mine takes up, what is that? Nine, t- a mine takes up like 10% of the biggest farm. Really? Yeah. That's pretty insane for just just and it that just auto earns you coin okay you have to like basically give up 10 percent of your farm and some of the pinata requirements are a little ridiculous like you almost like in this game it is almost necessary to accept the fact that you are not going to do everything in one garden you almost have to have more than one garden really yeah just with different focuses type thing yeah and your money and experience transfer between your gardens so that's okay. oh i did not know that yeah so um you can but yeah and because well that makes total because i like every time i load the game up i'm like why would i want to start a different garden like yeah i've made so much progress here well and the thing is is like when you get big enough you get it's really funny um you get kind of weird results like certain animals just do not get along yeah and like having them in the same open area together is i totally like i just got to the point where i just had to start like selling the snakes as soon as i would get one because they just would like fight with all the pigeons and everything like that yeah yeah they don't like each other uh yeah yeah and it was just like i was i'm like i'd rather have the pigeons because i think they it seemed like they were easier to mate i think than the snakes um and the snakes just seem more aggressive the snakes always seem like the instigators so i'm like i'm getting these guys out of here and those weird like elephant fly things too for a while they were just attacking everything but then um then like so i sold them and then i got more later and they just seem super chill at that point so i don't do, do different yeah your pinatas develop an opinion and they all have a mood okay so like if they're always grumpy like if you're not meeting the needs of like those snakes were probably like i didn't have any problems with my snakes they fought with the pigeons like once yeah and then they kind of left each other alone um but if they were in a mood they would fight things okay the big thing that i found was that yeah the the tough lies were all right the one that really killed me was the bloody 
uh, fudge hog. Did you get one of those? Oh, I had so many fudge hogs. Yeah. They're super cute. Those are, I think those are one of my favorites. Oh yeah. They're like super popular. And that was the other thing with this push. So, um, what was its name? So did you know, like, this is how hardcore Microsoft went on Viva Pinata. So they built like the world's largest pinata at a Six Flags resort to celebrate, (laughs) to celebrate the game. And it was, yeah, it was a, uh, horstachio. Horstachio. Okay. Yeah. Um, they built that at a Six Flags and it yeah. was like... Like prior to the game coming out. To, yeah. That's yeah. part of like the celebrations. They built it at Six Flags, Mexico. And it's, yeah, it was 52 feet long and 48 feet tall. <laughs> then they had an animated TV show that went for two seasons. Yes. I uh, fifty. They had 52 episodes. Yeah. And it launched in August. So a few months, uh, which is like, it's uh, it seems so smart. Like it launched in August and the game launched in November. And so it's like you can get essentially get these get your kids hooked on these characters and then now oh now mama you have to buy me this game because I love all these characters and I I think that's pretty brilliant. Did you watch any of the animated series? I watched the you can actually the whole thing is on YouTube. I didn't I didn't think of YouTube. I was trying to like find a place to download it and I couldn't and then I just Yeah, yeah, the whole thing's on YouTube. There's like a playlist that has every episode. I watched the pilot and it's actually like I mean it's for kids. Uh but it's pretty funny actually. Like they they it, it kind of like the game itself. I feel like there's moments like it is very kid oriented, but I feel like there's moments of like just humor that the adults would obviously get on a different level. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think the game is full of that too, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely felt that from the animated series as well. Um, but it's pretty funny. And it's like, like, I feel like a lot of the stars, for instance, are probably some of the later pinatas. And so when you're a kid at that point, the you know, you want to see these ones that are from TV. And so you have to play for longer to get to that point. And I, I feel like they, it feels like they probably just did a very good job of like, just building this world and getting people very interested in getting kids very invested so that I don't know, they'd want to buy like, but I have to imagine there was like toys and stuff too. I don't know. I can't, yeah, I don't like, I can't see anything. But, and I don't remember it. Like I remember the game existing. I don't remember the toys though. I knew there was an animated series uh, and looking into the animated series as well. It actually, the, the animated series itself had like tips that were kind of hidden in there, like just as the plot points. And then, you know, the plot points of the episode have them doing certain things with potentially certain plants or certain pinatas. Uh, and then if you went and did that, did that in the game, like that was un- kind of unlocking uh, the ability to do other things, which I think is pretty cool as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm just looking here. Like, so in saying that, you know, this game should be on iOS. Mm-hmm. So apparently uh, I was just reading a few additional notes here. Originally it was being developed for pocket PC. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which and is then crazy. original Xbox and yeah, then and, Xbox yeah. 360. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like makes sense because it, 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 I feel like even, comp- well, I don't know. Like, I don't remember 2006 that much apparently, but I feel like when I first started playing this game, I felt like it felt very simple in a lot of aspects. And once I had read that it was intended for Pocket PC and then was in development for Xbox before then going into development for Xbox 360, I was like, that simplicity kind of makes sense. But then at that point, how, like, what else was coming out at that point? Like... Well, I just like, I look at pocket PCs, right? And so just thinking about that, it's like, I look at what my garden is now. Mm-hmm. Having put like, I, was, I should double check, but I think I'm at like 13 hours or something. Thinking about pocket PC in my garden, like, I feel like the pocket PC I own, which is a Dell pocket PC um, from way back in the day, it's sitting mm-hmm. in a box here somewhere, um, would have like lit on fire. 
<laughs> if if I had had that running. Yeah. Because it's like some of the stuff is like crazy. And honestly, looking at it now, like even on an Xbox One X, I would love to see a 4K remake of it because the characters are so bloody cute. I, I was going to, yeah, that's something I wanted to bring up too is like, I feel like the, when I, when the game first, when the game first opened, I was thinking like, graphics wow graphics have certainly the graphics have come a long way since 2006 but then as you see these characters and are introduced to more and more of these like just weird versions of real life animals essentially like the art style is very unique and it's adorable yep and it and it weathers pretty well Mm -hmm. honestly like i i just like to see it in higher resolution is all yeah totally yeah i thought like the the biggest the things that look the oldest or the most dated were not the characters or anything like that but some of the environmental stuff and the menus the menus seemed like they were like like made in like paint at times (laughs) well they felt like you know what they felt like to me was donkey kong 64 i was like oh this is a rare game (laughs) oh yeah i could see that yeah and the music too the music oh i loved the the pause menu music oh yeah was great did you, did you and then the theme song for the it, it's so creepy though like at the same time like the the theme song it's all it's like singing about how like you know viva piñata they're filled with fun blah 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 and viva piñata filled with fun filled with fun viva piñata don't be going on these are piñata and it, it was like hours in that not hours in but the first time that something came and i think it was like a snake i had a mouse and a snake came and ate that mouse and the mouse burst it exploded and it turned into candy and i didn't see that coming at all and i was (laughs) i was shook and this and it leads into a terrible story where like the other day so i I, in this week this week i'm playing viva pinata and then i go outside to go to work the other day and in my carport there's a mouse that has been exploded by a cat or something like that like it is ripped apart there are guts all over the place and i i don't like i i I very rarely feel like i see dead things dead animals you know you're driving by like a piece of roadkill it's different like you're not it's one second you're just driving by it there's a rat just mouse yeah like a cat must have got it there's this fucking mouse all over the place in my carport and it's like i just the whole rest of the day i'm like picturing it uh and <laughs> then like everywhere. well and then i didn't clue in at the time but then i'm like eating lunch at work and i'm like this is like it's like a fucking pinata for these cats <laughs> and the whole like oh, and i can't i couldn't stop thinking about it for like days and yeah and i don't and i i felt like the least intelligent I have ever felt is when I was shocked that a pinata exploded into candy in this game. Um, and well, also I mean, to be fair, I, I had the same reaction. I'm like, what is all this crap that all the other pinatas? <laughs> yeah, are like, like, I didn't know nom, that nom. they could, that was before I knew that they could die. Like this is a fun kids game. And Oh, and then like the animated series is it's like, did you ever read that short story? The lottery? Yep, or or like sausage party, like the the animated movie. I like haven't watched these. Sausage party the pinatas are like they're wanting to be the ones chosen to go to like like be kid go to a kids party. Like you are just it's lottery. Okay, but now to be fair, they address that. Um, maybe did you did you not get any of the like central tasks, like the journal stuff? No, like there's a whole. It's like called the central office. I don't think so. Yeah, they like call you and they're like, "Hey, we need this piñata for a party or we've had a ton of party or piñatas, we need your most valuable piñata." Okay. And you put it in a box and ship it to be yeah. whacked. And uh, then they basically what happens is they explain it's like we send them out to parties and then 
they get whacked and then we put them back together again and send them back to you. That sounds like a lie. Well, it's I mean, like I, the get, lottery. I got my pinata. That's back. a different pinata that you got back, and a bunch of joy candy. I don't think it, I don't think there was any joy there for the. Pinata. Can we address the fact that like when a pinata dies, all the other pinatas go like crazy oh, they go for to its eat guts? It? Yeah, yeah, it's terrifying. It's like what is going on? <laughs> Why are you? And all- then, can I ask? I want to ask you as well. How long into the game was it that? So actually, let me let me just preface. So. There are also bad, there's like bad pinatas. And so there's like these weird, they're like called sour, like sour things. Yeah, and sour pinatas. Yeah, sour pinatas. So there's mm-hmm. like, a, like I saw a few, I saw a bat and there's like a slug and I saw a couple others. I can't remember what they were. Yeah, so there's, uh, a, there's eight of them. There's a, a snail. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one you get is a snail yeah. and then a bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm just trying to think of like the order I got them in. Yeah, because then the next one I got was kind of screwed up because I had max capacity. And so he uh, didn't. So it couldn't actually come in? Yeah, but it count. Oh, it was a crow. Okay. So then there was the crow. And the bat and the crow can distract Distardo, who is this guy that like if your animals get sick. Did you ever have Distardo? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, he comes and f- kills them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he um pops the sickness away. Ugh, yeah, or something. It's, it's super just, creepy. This is yeah. this game's creepy. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but and then like like so I'm six seven hours in at this point, and I'm terrified because every time one of these sour pinatas come, they just ravage my garden. They kill so much stuff, and I'm like, there's no way to deal with them because I'll try to send a pinata at them to like maybe you know because if it's like. Uh, you know, one of the require like the requirements for a pigeon to be to mate is that it has to eat a worm. So you can like click on the pigeon, click on the worm, it eats the worm. Like mm-hmm. the, that's that. So I'm like, you know, can I make my pinatas fight this thing? Like defend your friends? No, you can't. Like if they don't listen, they don't do anything. It took me s- probably seven or eight hours to realize that you can use your shovel and hit the bad pinatas and kill them. And until then, it was the most frustrating thing because. I- I'm just watching my my garden get ravished whenever one of these come in, which seems like it's like every second night there's like one of these and they do so much damage. And then I feel like, you know, then I'm just spending so long trying to get back to where I was before. And then after I found that out, like they're not doing any more damage because I'm just destroying them right away. Yeah. Okay. So did you ever convert any of them? No, I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah, totally. That's if you if you because once I learned that you could kill them, I just killed them the second I the second you know the second they cross that line to the farm, they are getting bashed. Oh no, they're they're that's how certain like you know how you get like the little cutscenes. So basically, when your farm reaches a point where it will interest another pinata species, yeah, you'll get like a little cutscene. Oh yeah, that, like, totally, shows yeah. it showing up. Um, so these are basically that introduction. So what happens is, so the, the snail, for example, uh, you have to feed it an apple seed because it eats seeds. I feel like if I hit Y, like, because the, the wild pinatas that come in, you can like hit Y and it'll show the requirements for. Yeah, it does that too. With oh the my sours. God. See, I did like, I need my hand held more. Like I just, <laughs> we played this game very differently and I feel like I, like my my play time was like the first two hours i am engrossed by this game it is it is so quirky and so cute and so weird and i don't know what's happening but i'm having so much fun and then the slugs and stuff start coming and just destroying me and i'm spending more time so so much less time progressing and so much more time just trying to like get back to the point where i used to be and so i i feel like i kind of lost 
purpose for a while there because it's just like all it's just this vicious cycle of like i'm building stuff up mating a few things selling them so i can get some money like doing a little bit more getting attacked rebuilding like uh over and over and over again and yeah i feel like i had a lot of this stuff had i known it early like anytime anytime earlier on in the game i would have made significantly more progress than i actually did um and i was so frustrated over and over well they do tell you that but they tell you they tell you they tell you they tell you that it's a good pinata that has turned sour and they see do, if yeah. you can turn it back but they do actually like tell you what the requirements are but they do it in a prompt and the interface sucks oh okay so it's easy to miss yeah oh yeah i miss so many things because yeah. i remember like you know you can hit the down arrow oh to go oh, into like you can you can expand basically the messages that yeah. the game's given you yeah, yeah. because Which i stopped messages, doing after a while cuz i felt like for a while it was like actually teaching me stuff and then it was just not necessary, but apparently necessary now that we're speaking about it. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is as well that it, they fall off into oblivion. There's no like, you know, other games. It's like, it's like it can only hold like a few or something, right? Yeah. Well, I had the one point where they were all the way across my screen before they fell off, Yeah, but they don't get logged anywhere. Like there's some logs, but it's selective on the logs Mm -hmm. it gives you. And I don't think I remember that one showing up when I was going back trying to find other logs. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I totally missed something. Yeah. And I knew I'd missed it, but I just accidentally, like, I hit A to do something right as it popped up and it disappeared. And I was like, crap. (laughs) And then you've missed it forever. (laughs) I've missed it forever. And I'm like, I think it was a sour pinata that had come through my garden or something. Yeah. And they leave those stupid bloody candies. Oh, my God. Those freaking candies. (laughs) <laughs> the worst of the prompts when you're when you miss it and a uh, pinata is sick and then the next thing you know you see Destardo running oh, through your yeah, garden. Oh yeah, it's too late. Or like there were so many times where it's like I've tagged this pinata for to get healed, but the doctor doesn't make it in time. Like before he does, yeah, before he does, and then it's gone. Yeah. And so like the first time like I bought some like it, like it, I mean it was expensive at the time, but some pinata for like fifteen hundred or sixteen hundred chocolate coins. Right away, somehow it gets attacked. And then he gets taken away. And then I have like no money left. Yeah. And I was like, this game's the worst. This is the worst game. Um, but then I kept coming back to it. And then so like after, uh, like, yeah, like my playthrough is like a couple of hours. I'm totally enamored with this, game, with this game. And then a couple of hours and I'm like, this is stupid. There's no way to progress. Like, how can a kid possibly play this game? And then, I don't know, then I started making progress again. And then I was right back into it and enjoying it a lot more at that point. Yeah, um, I feel like you get like you hit those levels. And um, I think for a while, the biggest plateaus for me were not kind of like I'd get into other stuff. And I wouldn't, I think they intend you to kind of like layer your progression so that you're constantly progressing. But I would like focus on things and then I would stop mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be progressing anymore. And I'd be like, right. well, what do I do now? Well, and, and, then, I, and then it's like nighttime and most of the things are sleeping. And it seems like sometimes they'll allow you to interact with them when they're sleeping and sometimes they won't. And oh, yeah, it's they'll like, ignore you if they're grumpy. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm just waiting for daytime again. Yeah. Trying to get the snakes to romance was like the worst. <laughs> the thing that I kept plat- plateauing on was Cedos. So there's these little helper dudes or whatever they're npcs that run into the game and um they do stuff right so you talk Mm -hmm. to cedos and he throws out seeds and you know occasionally will bitch you out or something Mm -hmm. and you know you don't really like me but he's just using me for my seeds and it's like obviously you're super weird and what are you doing here yeah yeah you come and snuggle my pinatas at night you freak (laughs) 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 what do you want from me um so anyways and you you know usually i find like it's it's funny because it's like the big thing that like will start that momentum usually mm-hmm. 
is like you plant a seed in your garden and then it attracts a pinata and then that pinata attracts another pinata and then and then it goes and goes and then you hit your next level right mm-hmm. so it's kind of weird like that i feel like i i'm being mostly negative but i had a blast playing this game oh yeah 100 percent. yeah like i and in fact i oh, like i wish and i didn't know at the time but looking into like reading a little bit into the history of the series and everything like that it sounds like the much better game to actually play is trouble in paradise which apparently is it's it's technically a sequel but if the uh, most of most people say it feels more like an expansion but that it does a much better job explaining the mechanics of the game to you and that is what i felt like i was lacking is that especially for a kid's game where it's like you know disneyland adventure doesn't hold your hand it literally drags you across the park with a golden fucking line that like tells you exactly where to go this game just kind of for the most part drops you into it and and i feel like you know it does give you information but again that information is can be quite easy to miss um as i apparently did over and over and over again um and it's like one of those things where once that progress gets stunted it's like hard to get that momentum back again and then you get a burst of it and then you're right back into it but trouble in paradise apparently does a much better job of teaching you the mechanics so that you can actually feel like you're um you know what you're doing because a lot of it and we go back to experiment you know the experimentation piece which is important in the game but it felt like i was it felt more like experimenting because i didn't know what to do than experimenting because i wanted something different to happen yeah yeah i totally get that Mm -hmm. um it's I don't really know how I would describe it. It's, (laughs) I feel like it's, yeah, it's like, it's like they took a second crack at the game and they were like, they, they iteratively address things like totally. Um, the other thing I understood from trouble in paradise that, uh, in my reading that uh, the funny thing is I got the opposite impression where a lot of people in the community just hated it. Oh, really? Because they did something with the gardens where like, it kind of makes sense because it's like you would have multiple gardens in one file. Yeah. And certain pinatas would only show up in certain gardens because mm-hmm. you're in like a different region. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but that screwed with people who wanted to do certain things and then it, it increased difficulty because then, you know, certain pinatas would want a specific flower, but that flower didn't grow well in oh. this area. And so it, what would you have? Would you have to like send it somewhere then or? I have no idea how they intended that to work, but yeah. apparently it didn't work super well. Apparently they tried something yeah. new and it kind of fell on its face for yeah. at least the hardcore users who are, I guess, I don't know how much faith you should put into it at this point, given that you're dealing with a community of people who are like extremely hardcore into this game. Oh yeah. Yeah. 13 years later. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, well, and it's it, like at that point, well, and I wonder, is that like they were adults then and are still super into it or were they kids then that just grew into like, this weird obsession with these pinatas. I don't know. Like, I seriously don't know. Mm -hmm. I do know. Yeah. That like, well, I I guess you've got this, you've got this community that is very, very, very stuck in their ways and they've developed their systems around things. And obviously they already have a pretty solid understanding of how the Mm -hmm. game works. So it's intimidating as a new player coming in. But the nice thing is the community is welcoming enough that if you're a new player coming in, like they do celebrate Xbox game pass in that regard, because it is bringing new players to them. Sure. Totally. Yeah. It's like one of those, I mean, this is like one of, I feel like this game is a great example of like in starting this podcast, it's like, 
I, I've had so many cool experiences with Game Pass that I would have never had had it not been for the service existing because now I'm playing this game that I would have never bought but ended up loving. And it's kind of part of the goal of this podcast was to find some of these hidden gems, like games that I would never choose, but if that control was taken away from me, you know, could end up loving. And I think that this is this is probably one of the first examples of that. Like I adored my t- most of my time with this game and this is a game that i could see i i pro i don't know if i'll play viva pinata again but i absolutely intend to play trouble in paradise i well i mean i'm i'm far enough in now that i want to finish viva pinata <laughs> well and you're you because you had mentioned that you have all you 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 obtained a lot of achievements in this game i am uh what 66 percent of the way through the achievements okay so i've got 33 out of 50 achievements and i've got like i'm really borderline on a few of them that's like that's quite a bit of progress. Like I, I feel like I played a like I probably played eight to ten hours, and I feel like six of those hours were like not making any progress. And I felt like at the beginning, I got a bunch of achievements. Towards the end of my playing, before we recorded, a bunch of achievements and almost nothing in the middle. Yeah, because I mean, you, I feel like you hit this plateau where all of a sudden it's just like achievement, 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 and then you're like, okay, back to the grind. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's this weird payout. Uh, The one thing that drives me crazy is like some of these achievements are like actual, like you have to do a lot of work or they're like a serious amount of luck. Oh, really? Um, Like, I mean, there's stuff that I would have never really, I would not have been able to put together. um, Well, maybe I would have, but it would have taken me several more hours without using stuff like true achievements or the community just because of the fact that like uh, they're one of the sour pinatas that shows up later Mm -hmm. um, is this, um, there's a crocodile that shows up and he is brutal. A crocodile. Yeah. That's what the first episode of the show is about. And they are adorable. Yeah. And they're huge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they're easy to spot when they're in your garden and they want to eat sweet tooths and, uh, swananas, which is fine. Yeah. I feel by like the way, the, everything has such weird names. Everything is a dad joke in this yeah. game. Like my daughter and my wife were watching this game and they're like, like literally just looking at it like looking at a thing showing up and looking at the name and then looking at me and being like, like are you you're so a, dumb we hate you yeah are you why are you doing this well, why are you doing like, this to us but you know laura was just straight on like if this was on an ipad i'd be playing this all day sure, instead yeah. of this stupid game yeah. and and maddie was like obsessed with you know get the horse oh they're you know? adorable like yep. i the biggest mistake like, how does this series not exist today oh i know it is like it is a there's these characters are like I did not I didn't see a single piñata that I was like this is not adorable like they're all adorable they're all I feel like they're all these very varied characters and I I can't understand I like I have to imagine these games sold well like especially yeah. talking about the rental story from earlier oh, yeah. like these games had to have sold well they own the IP they own rare how is this series not still a thing well, I'm sure it will be again. It's just one of those things where Rare is stuck doing Sea of Thieves right now. No, I shouldn't say stuck, but I mean, that's their long-term project, sure. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I do have to say, caution this. If the parents listening to this, if you're going to play Viva Pinata around your kids, I found this out the hard way today, this morning, after a week of playing this game. You can never turn it off. Well, that too. But, well, in, in doing research for this game, I sent I sent Derek this little photo of, because uh, he asked me to do this and I was like, yeah, okay, just give me some notice so that I can like rearrange my life a little bit sure. so I can actually play games because I just haven't had time. And it's like, of course, r- right when you like were like, okay, we're going to do this. It was like, oh, I've got this project and this project and this project <laughs> and this project. So it's like I would start playing at like typically 
like 11 o'clock at night and mm. finish at like two sure. to go to bed. And, and so I never played it in front of Maddie. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. I'm just going to try to push through this last little bit to kind of get to the sort of end game so I can give a synopsis of it. We're in the so, end game now. Yeah. So I'm playing and this stupid crocodile shows up and Laura's there playing with Maddie and I'm playing the game and Maddie's kind of watching and I don't have the requirements to convert the crocodile and I don't want it creating havoc. So I go ahead and whack it with the shovel. Well, <laughs> what do you think that does to my three-year-old daughter? Who's now watching me like whack this pinata to death. She wants with you to shovel. stop. Oh yeah. So it's like now every time that stupid crocodile shows up, I have to be like, Laura, Laura, distract Maddie. Okay. <laughs> whack, 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 whack. Okay. We're good. <laughs> every time. Um, so it just ran away, honey. It's okay. It's gone. See, it's it back went back now. with its with its own kind. Yeah, see, it's right over there. It's fine. That is the one thing. When pinatas die, they just sort of like float up and then reassemble themselves as a wild pinata on the outside of your what? yard. Yep. Do they actually? Yep. Oh, I, I like I I would see them float up. Yeah, if you. But follow I never the, notice like, them going. I never notice them going to the outside. Yeah, if you follow the wisps, they just go to like the edge of the like, viewable area and then reform. Yeah. So just like Luke Skywalker said, no one's ever really gone. Yeah, pretty much. Although if you have two of any pinata, they will stop visiting. What? Yep. If like you wild have, ones. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because they intend sense. you to like romance to get more. That's sure, how you get yeah, your master yeah. romancer. Yeah. And one, I feel like, like for instance, what at there was a point where, cause I got really into like breeding the mice, um, for Ooh, whatever mice, reason, man. they, they, they were pretty easy, and I feel like f- at least earlier on, they were pretty good value in terms of selling them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I sold I sold down to the point where I had two left, and then a snake ate one, and then it was like two hours before another one showed up. Yeah, yeah. And then now, just now as we speak, I realized that there is there is literally a store where you can go buy any of the pinatas that you've uh, yeah, have been residents. Yeah. yeah, have been residents in your farm before, uh, and that would have saved me a lot of time. So yeah. <laughs> uh, again. Uh, intelligence wise this game has not been my you know to be fair they introduce stuff to you like right at the beginning that like they should probably introduce later like for me that's true yeah I was I'm now I'm trying to get the um the one that I'm really trying to find is the master romancer achievement sure which means that you have to have master romancer for 20 different species oh wow and I was like oh man it was brutal okay so what you have to do is um Oh, there's also an achievement for evolving characters. So, yeah. for example, the snakes, when you breed the snakes or romance the snakes, I should use the correct term. Uh, when you romance the snakes, uh, they, uh, they get an egg, right? And if you time the, if you take your shovel and whack the egg at the right time, you will get a mutant snake. Oh, really? That has two heads. Yeah. And then if you take two of those, and romance them and whack it at the right time you get uh forehead okay literally that's its name forehead yeah yeah so i was trying to do that and well a the snakes were being just bastards they were just refusing to romance it's like the hearts i found the snakes the most uncooperative oh yeah any of the pinatas and the two-headed snakes were like doubly so yeah yeah and so um one of the sours requires this pig it's called a pigsy. Okay. And I'm like trying to find like how the hell, like what, what are the, what are the, you know, 
requirements that my garden has to have to get this pigsy so that I can get rid of this sour pinata. Because sure. what happens is once you convert a sour pinata, you get a totem, there's like this totem pole that builds and you yep. get like a section of the totem pole that corresponds to that sour pinata and okay. the sour pinata will stop showing up. Oh, really? And is only, that, do they go in the shop? Cause I remember. Yeah. You can buy certain ones in the shop too. Yeah. Cause I, I there was one for the, the slug in the shop and I never bought it cause I did, just didn't realize what it would do. Yeah, after a while, um, they will they will just sell you the totems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. wish, and and I wonder if it's just part of the like, oh, just you know, figure like like experiment. But I felt like a lot of the items and stuff. I wish that they had descriptions of what they actually did. Yep. Because um, I wouldn't buy them because I'm like, I don't know what this does, and it seems expensive. Yeah. Um, but it could have made a big difference. But is that also just part of the heart of the game, which is like figure it out like well a little bit but i think some of that stuff is that they told it to you early and that's what i was that's what i was actually going for i've got mm-hmm. two separate stories going on here i promise they come back together um so i'm trying to breed all these stupid things mm-hmm. and like some of the breeding requirements are like intense like you have to get like one of the squirrel things right to breed the two-headed snake it has to eat one of the squirrel things every time it breeds yeah so you know, I'm trying to like get several of these. I'm trying to get seven of them so I can get sure. the breeding master achievement. So I'm like getting squirrels left and right, just trying to do this. And then like, I'm in the store looking at random stuff and I'm like, Oh, what's in the candy thing in the general store? Like, I know what's in the candy thing in the other store that you probably didn't get to, um, that the beggar starts, but, um, the, did you get the beggar store? The beggar store. I don't like, think so. You you saw the beggar that comes through. Yeah. Yeah. If you give him like, a, I think it's 3000 coins total over oh, three I visits. I definitely did not do that. Yeah. He's an adventurer and he gets like the ultra rare stuff in his okay. store. Yeah. Um, but the general store, I was like, oh, what's in the candy section there? So I go in the candy section and they've got bloody breeding candies. And uh, then it okay. clicked. I'm like, oh yeah. When I was breeding the worms. It, oh, it told, it talks it tells about it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I completely forgot about that. I wouldn't have then, had to kill so many bloody squirrels. Yeah. Well, and then because I, in the regular shop, because at, at one point, I think it was the the hedgehog guys, like, I, it takes a while to get milk, and I didn't have any mm-hmm. milk. And one of the, I built a house for them. One of the requirements is, like, to, they need to drink milk before they can mate. Yep. And uh, in this shop, there's, like, some romance candies. Yep. And that is what, so I bought some of these and I put them on the ground, could not for the life of me get anyone to eat it. Um, and I, like, I just didn't understand, like, I just didn't think it worked, but it sounds like it's actually different candy. No, the romance candy is, oh, that's what it is. But you have to, you have to, you can only use a romance candy on, on animals that have already romanced. Oh, did it, and did it tell you that? Yeah, it does in the description. Okay, I just forgot. Yeah. See, and I, that's, I that's where it, it would benefit from having a glossary or something because yeah. it's like because yeah it's very much like i'm doing this now four hours after that like tweet length message that told me <laughs> that this was a thing yeah and i've totally forgot that and i'm like this this thing just doesn't work i'm not gonna ever try this again yeah back when they info dumped everything on totally you. yeah yeah um yeah it's like trying to be a power engineer or something like that and being like <laughs> we're gonna tell you everything you need to know in the first day of orientation mm-hmm. and then everything else is on you yeah yeah um 
don't blow up the power plant. <laughs> well, I, I wonder how different the experience would have been. Because, for instance, even reading the synopsis at the beginning, it really puts an emphasis on the online aspect of the game. And, I mean, this game would have been fairly early for online for a lot of consoles and could have been, you know, a first online experience for a lot of people. But it doesn't, it doesn't seem like any of that works anymore. Because I know you tried to send me a couple of different packages. Yeah, you would have gotten an extra fudge hug. None of them got received. Yeah, none of them ever. I, I couldn't see them, and um, it doesn't seem like the game knows that. Like it doesn't. I, like, is there no? It doesn't check to see if like the servers are still up. I, I think Xbox Live functions differently now. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I was able to send them to myself. Oh, and you so, received them. Yeah, between gardens. Like yeah. If I wanted an animal in my other garden, I just sent okay, it to yeah, the yeah. other garden. Um, but online just didn't seem to work. Mm-hmm. And honestly, even between like Laura's account. And my account didn't work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it must be something with the way Xbox Live works now, unless mm-hmm. we both completely missed something, as far as I can tell. <laughs> well, and I even looked it up and that it looked like it should have been very easy and it just yeah. didn't have those options. So it yeah, seems like it that stuff's not there. What I, and I wonder how much that would have added to it. Like you have a group of friends that are playing the game and everyone, you know, just, just listening to how diverse our experiences were. Everyone clearly plays this game very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the ability to very easily like pack extra shit up and send it to your friends so that it can help their farms out. Like that's again, that's that stuff you see in mobile games so much today. And it makes such a difference in terms of like getting people to log in and everything like that. But yeah. how, how much would that have, have augmented the experience? Um, if you're, you know, I'm farming not only for me, but I also know what you're looking for and I'm looking out for you as well type thing. Yeah, totally. Well, and the other thing too, is like you would have probably around the time that you say that like you would have had that, you know, all of a sudden I have no money. Sure. If you had have received my crate with 5,000. <laughs> uh, that would have changed the game. Chocolate coins. It would have been yeah. a little different. Totally. Um, so, I mean, and there's like, there's ways around, like when you get a little bit further into the game, honestly, there's ways that you can kind of break the game. Like I was like, I'm sick of, I'm sick of dealing with money. So I just found a way to spam, make money. So okay. I made like a hundred grand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, <laughs> why not yeah um it's so easy to plant you know 25 of a thing or totally yeah thing, and, then, and then yeah and then um did you do anything with the fertilizers no i just i felt like i didn't it didn't feel like i needed them yeah the fertilizers make a huge difference to do they use of things yeah yeah no because i was i mean like i still plant the seeds they still grow into shit like i can like what is it what does the fertilizer do then well it makes the things huge oh uh, okay like and a hot pepper more. is like the size of a hot pepper in real life. Imagine and that. And then they're worth more. Yeah. So imagine like getting a jalapeno pepper, but like if you were to fertilize that jalapeno pepper would be like if you took two green bell peppers and stacked them on top of each other. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, whereas um, like a hot pepper is worth like a hundred gold. Uh, it's worth 400 gold if you fertilize it. Mm-hmm. And fertilizer was not expensive. Either. No, it's like, yeah, you got to do three shots of fertilizer, which covers a small area. Yeah. So you can do multiple plants at once. And each uh, shot okay. is like yeah. nine bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, really, if you do the seed is 22 plus, you know, and you do four of those, so there's a hundred gold invested a hundred and sure. Let's just say it's covering four. So you yep. put like about a hundred gold invested plus another, let's say 50 gold invested in fertilizer. So you have 150 in and you get 1600 out. Yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. that that's that's a lot better. Yeah, it's kind of broken. <laughs> it's a little bit broken. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like uh, if you're if you're just going through and plowing through achievements, it's an easy way to do it. 
Um, but I mean, the thing about it is, is yeah, some of these achievements, it's like, it takes a ton of work to do them and they're only mm-hmm. worth 20 gamer points because every achievement is worth 20 gamer points. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the early days of achievements. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was a lot simpler back then. It seemed like it was. Yeah. Yeah. Although some games now it's like literally just, Oh, you like you, you hit the new game button. Here's 20 points. Well, on view of pinata, do you have anything else to say or should we move on to the recommendation piece? Accessorizing your pinatas by far cuter than just pinatas. Oh my God. See, I didn't do that because my pinatas kept dying. Like when I found the accessories and when that shop opened up, my pinatas kept dying. So I was like, like when, when my, the first pinata that I named died, I was so heartbroken. And I'm like, I'm never naming a pinata again. Yeah. It's like, I am now a rancher. Yeah. And so, yeah, them. yeah, exactly. And then I'm like, I'm not accessorizing these because every day these slugs come and just eat everything. I'm not going to waste money on that. Yeah. It's a little bit different when, when you don't have that risk. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh my God. Like putting a, what did I do? I took a fudge hog. Oh no, it wasn't a fudge hog. It was a badger. I didn't have any fudge hogs at that point. Um, I sent them both to you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the badger, uh, I put like, um, uh, Rick from the walking dead kind of like Stetson on its head yep. and a little badge on its side and like cowboy boots and let it run around. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah. And a fudge hog with like a monocle and a top hat. It's yeah, just one, amazing. Kids would eat that up. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's about the end of my stories. I mean, it was, it's been a gong show. Yeah, it was a gong. It is a gong show. That's a, that's, I think that's probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, it is. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it went about as well for me as I'm sure real farming would. Pretty much. I had no control at any point. I mean, I feel like it was pretty relaxing, and I kind of understand now, like, previously I really didn't get gardening, and I really yeah. didn't, my mom is huge into gardening, and I really didn't get it. Yeah. Um. Now I understand a little more why she gets so bloody excited when her <laughs> garden is like, yeah. she because she gardens hardcore, and right. she gets, like, excited when, like, a bird makes a nest in her garden. It's like, okay, I get it now. <laughs> i totally get it now that is a that's a good way to put it yeah yeah so in the grand scheme i think i mean i think i didn't know the answer to this but in terms of recommending it to other members of the xbox game pass subscription is uh would you say skip viva pinata would you say to give it a try or is viva pinata a must play um you know what for me I like i think at the time it was definitely a must play when it came out right um i think you should definitely give it a try right um if you want something that's pretty relaxing and like chill, uh, if you're willing to Google a few things, then absolutely give it a try. Yeah. I don't know if I would necessarily say must play, but it's definitely a lot of fun. Okay. For myself, I think that I don't, it's, I think it's a must play. I think even today, even, and there's so many good games on game pass, but even today, I think that I, I just found this game so charming and I was frustrated. I, I think I, I'm going to say must play, but play it like you did and not like I did because it was very frustrating a lot of the time. Um, and I might even say just based on what else I've read, don't play Viva Pinata, but play Viva Pinata Party in Paradise, uh, Trouble in Paradise. Um, just because, again, it, it, it you won't know what's changed because you haven't played the first one. So you you won't be able to hate the differences. But also, it apparently, it does a much better job of actually um, teaching you and, and reminding you of the game's mechanics. But I think the game is so much fun. And I would love to see this resurrected either. I mean, even getting Xbox One X enhanced would really, like, a lot of these characters and character models still look totally fine. So seeing them sharper would be great. But, you know, a new game in this series or even something like an iOS game in this series, I think, would be unreal 
real because um, it's it's once you start, it's hard to put this game down, regardless of what's what's happening in the game itself. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I lost track of time so many times. It's also so relaxing that I've literally fallen asleep playing it. Um, <laughs> and then everything was dead when you uh, woke up. No, it was fine. No, it was like I was like nodding off. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's a great game, one hundred percent. I I would be interested in in Trouble in Paradise for sure. Um, and I do think that yeah, Microsoft should Xbox One enhance this, and they should definitely they should definitely uh, look at, at doing something new. I think that an iOS game would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like I could just play that, you know, just sit down for 20 minutes or mm-hmm. whatever and, and play. Um, and, but I mean, to each their own, I don't know how much Microsoft would be into that. They're not quite in Nintendo's realm in that respect where they want to be other places. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, it sounds like they want to be everywhere with X cloud. True, but they also want the same experiences everywhere. Not the you know Nintendo's very much tailoring their mobile releases to be mobile games. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like this is already kind of a mobile game. It feels it feels like like obviously there's no way that that would have been possible at the time, but it feels like today it could be. Um, and and it feels like the controls and the the UI feels like I don't know that it would be disadvantageous to use your finger rather than like a, a full on uh, controller. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will mention is that like I, I, in, in the interest of being detailed, I played both this on my OG Xbox one mm-hmm. and my Xbox one X. Okay. It performs way better on the Xbox one X. Really? Yeah. I mean, they both perform well, but right. there is definite, like I noted definite, um, frame drops and things like that. Like, I mean, this is not the kind of game that you're super concerned about that, Sure. but I mean, I did note some frame drops and things like that. The game did crash twice for me when playing on my OG Xbox one, which I mean, uh, the reality is it's running through an emulator. Yeah. You're, you're emulating power PC intended software. So you're emulating power PCs, which are, you know, the more horsepower you can throw at it, the better totally on the Xbox one. It ran buttery smooth Mm -hmm. uh, or on the Xbox one X, I should say. Um, But it was still enjoyable on my OG Xbox one no real complaints other than a little bit of stuttering and two crashes, which who knows could have been my fault. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. But, for uh, sure. Overall, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Check totally. out. Check it out. Trouble in paradise though. Yeah. Or well, do what you want. Do what you I'm want. Your boss. Nobody. Yeah. You got both. <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Yeah. They're both on game pass. So why yeah. not just jump over to what is apparently the definitive edition? Well, I'm ready to pick next episode's game. Go for it. Next episode. We will be playing. Looks like it is Cities Skylines. Must try, hundred <laughs> um, percent. Yeah, I, I. It's very interesting to me. We did not argue at all, which I was not anticipating. I'm I'm interested to know who your uh, next guest is. Yeah, well, you'll have to listen to the next episode. To well, find I mean, out. obviously, I yeah. will. But... <laughs> um, but yeah, I th- I hope it. I, I honestly hope it's JF because he would be ideal for that game. But <laughs> um, but yeah, we are uh done that was viva pinata um thank you guys so much for listening in thank you so much mike for joining me tonight absolutely um, anytime how was was that fun did you enjoy that experience yeah totally i mean i'm, I'm would you come back on the show absolutely 
Yeah. Okay. Let, let's set that up then. We got to go till we fight, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, you know, I built up this big argument and then it never happened. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry oh, well. um, to, to the five people listening to this. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, thank you guys. Thank you listeners so much for joining in. We are still just getting started. This is just the fifth episode of the show. Um, I think we've had some great moments so far and I hope that you've been enjoying them. Um, of course, as we are just ramping up, anything you can do to spread the word on on the show it, it does wonders so whether that's a five star on itunes or an actual commented review sharing it with a friend or even subscribing the show's available almost anywhere that you can get podcasts um so hit that subscribe button and then you won't ever miss an episode um but yeah with that i think that we are all done for today all right well thanks very much all right thank you so much for joining uh and mike we will see you on another episode soon sounds good all right bye 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 You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.